cloning, brain mapping, a wooden canoe, and more science than any film has the right to handle. Welcome to episode 19 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts as always, Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Replicas. It's like that balderdash. Why was I telling you about guys about that? Yeah. I was telling you about it, Jeremy. Not me. You ever play balderdash, Sam? Years ago. Yeah, I think I have it somewhere. So, long story short, it's a great game. It's a great game for people like us, I feel like. It's like right in our wheelhouse because I'm sure you remember the concept, but basically the idea of the original game is just like, Whoever's turn it is picks up a card. It's got an, like an arcane word on it that people don't know. And then that person whose turn it is, they have the original definition, the real one, and everyone else has to write a fake one. And yeah, then they'll give it to that person. They read it out loud, and then you have to guess which one is the real one. And obviously you get points if people guess yours, and you get points if you guess the right one. I gave my sister Balderdash for, for her birthday this year, like last month, because... We used to play it all the time, and I came across it. And I was like, we always liked that game. Haven't played it in years. Haven't seen it in years. Turns out there's a new Balderdash with categories. Hmm. That's only one of the categories, the classic move. There's other ca- categories, which are, I don't know, depending on your take on it, better and worse. Um, so there's one category that's you just get an acronym, and you have to make up what it stands for. That could be fun. There's another, could be fun. There's another one that... Um, you just get a name of someone who's known for something, but obviously not that well known, and you have to come up with what that person is known for or why they're notable. And another one, you get a movie title, and you have to make up a plot, like a synopsis, and try to make people guess your synopsis. I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah I'd fuck with it games. too. But uh, holy shit, it's really hard to write a short, like, you know, you're all trying to get it written out fast, and you have this small piece of paper, and to write something short and that sounds like so it could be something that's real is really hard to do and you have to kind of eliminate your personal style because if there's anything yep. that's like it screams it's like oh that's a chris that's a fucking chris line then yep. you you can't bluff so you almost yep. have to like trend to the mean mm-hmm. and you have to go to you have to go to um like hollywood trope phrases mm-hmm. yep you know you got to be mm-hmm. like um speak in a particular uh you know style. like what happens next will shock and whatever, you know, like just like these little dumb. It's, it's a fish out of water story. I think if you use, uh, use the word hijinks ensues, hijinks you know, ensues. that kind of, yeah, complications ensue. Yeah. I want to start a podcast called what she didn't, ensue. what she didn't realize was, <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. If only oh, yeah, we, she right. knew that. It's funny. You were telling me about those games, Chris. Cause then, um, uh, a little bit, uh, first week of January, I went out to Oshawa uh, to my buddy Steve's place and he was, we were playing, uh, him and his lady and me were playing these online games. And the most fun one was called Fibbage. And it was the same, it was by Jackbox Games. They do a bunch of like online games. And it was Balderdash. It was, it was the best game, eight players, Balderdash style. But you only 
as the player suggest one word. So instead of giving you the word, they give you the sentence. So they'd say something like, the mayor of Dingleberry, Kentucky is a, and then you pick a word. Oh. Finish Pedophile. that sentence off. <laughs> right. So just my first. Correct. I don't know. This is my first instinct. Absolutely. I was going to say Republican. Same. <laughs> really, the same thing. Um. So, that's exactly right. So Sam goes pedophile, and then the eight answers go up on the board, and you choose the one that you think is real. If people it's pick also yours, a bit feud. It's a bit feud. It's like reverse it's a bit feud. feud. You're like creating Except, the answers. Yeah, yeah, it's like survey says, but the survey is you. But the survey is you. Get it? Yeah, I do get it. That'd be awesome. If Steve Harvey announced a new Family Feud style game, a spinoff, and he was like, The survey is you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Steve Harvey, and the survey is you. Welcome to the survey is you. <laughs> Tell me you want to watch that or try to apply to it. It would really work with his his reaction faces because people only get to say one word, and then he could react to each individual dumb word with a Absolutely. dumb reaction. <laughs> After Sam says pedophile, there'd be a seven-minute delay while Steve Harvey just looks around with shock. Just with his, looking back with at his Sam. bottom lip hanging below the bottom of his chin. Yeah. And he looks at Sam, and he looks at the camera, and he looks at the crowd. And then he looks at Sam, and he looks at the camera, and you get it. And then he, every once in a while he'll say something like kind of to himself like, I mean, you know, like that's like that kind of thing. And he'll gesture to her like with his hand, palm raised upwards, gesturing towards her like like – like I, a half shrug, like you. pointing yeah, like, to her, and then looking at the audience, and then looking at her, looking at the camera. It's like you're describing something that sounds so easy, but do you think he doesn't have a gift? He does yes, have a I, gift. Yes, I think he doesn't have a gift. <laughs> <laughs> he spent so much of his life standing in front of He's gifted with that people. fucking face. <laughs> and he he's gifted, gift of, he's uh, gifted himself utterly... with that mustache. <laughs> He's, he's gift is that he's utterly comfortable on stage. Yeah. He simply has all the time in the world. Hey, uh, um, we're doing a movie today called Replicas, and then I didn't know what it was, but I did know that Keanu Reeves was in it because you guys talked about that. And then, first of all, I was reminded how much I love Keanu Reeves. Good. Uh, I don't need that reminder, but yeah, I'm glad and, you had it. Well, it's good to be reminded. Yes. If you, you know? ever lose the path, I don't... it's good to get back on it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't spend sometimes all my Jesus. time thinking about Keanu, but sometimes <laughs> I need to be reminded of Keanu so I can think about Keanu, you know? That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I watched the trailer for this movie, and then I was like, this movie looks pretty good. Okay. Yeah. This movie yeah. for me was a huge roller coaster because what? how many days ago did we decide to book today? And then Jeremy said, see yeah. replicas. I had never heard of it, which is really weird for me. Yeah, I was the only one of the three of us that knew about this movie. And it was playing like at like my main it, but... theater at like many times as if it was a big release of any big movie stature. I never heard of it, never seen the preview. And now here we are. And the movie is wild. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Compared to how much you loved Keanu before, how much do you love him now? Equal. Equal. No loss, no gain. That's fair. So that, that is to say many love. Yes. A deep much love. love. But yeah. also and this more movie. would be harder, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just loving Keanu more, you're kind of at a threshold. Kind of at the maximum. Yeah, you, have, you do have to spend other time the doing other thing things in your life. Is, you can only love Keanu less. 
That'd be the true. only way it could go. <laughs> it's a super saturated solution of love for Keanu. <laughs> but Science. this movie, oh, nice. of all I did the it. movies that we've done, I think yeah. this is the most science. Wow. It, that is a claim. Yeah, I think so. You'll but tell me if you, you agree. Say that, I think when you say that, you mean like actual science and not what you tend to dub as science. Oh, which no. Is, all of anything vaguely, anything vaguely sci-fi-ish or technology-related. No, I meant this way I usually mean it, which is stuff I don't understand, therefore science. <laughs> mm. What is science if not what we don't understand, you know? You mean what but, Sam doesn't understand. <laughs> but then, <laughs> yes, if Sam doesn't understand it, it is science. <laughs> so making Sam the literal opposite of a scientist. <laughs> That's correct. Scientists measure themselves against Samantha. Antonym, <laughs> Samantha Herman. You, well, you will tell me if you agree, but I think this movie will subject you both and has already subjected me to more science than even Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, that's, that's the one that I was uprising. going to say more than Pacific Rim 2 Uprising, but... Uh... You say yes, okay. That was a lot of science. That's true. I probably would have gone to that. I mean, Mortal Engines felt fresh in my mind, but for a science film, there felt like it was, there was very little science in there. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know? Yeah, for a science film. Yeah, there wasn't much after the first 10 minutes. No. Uh, we never really figured out what those Mortal Engines war, were or why <laughs> those f- cities were floating or how they floated or why no one was in the control room, all those things. It mattered why there was a pretty, wall. Pretty loosey-goosey. <laughs> Well, I read the Wikipedia on the book, and uh, I gleaned almost nothing. It, but I felt vindicated. Like, I don't think I was too off base. It's just stupid. Oh, no, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did this follow-up on that episode. I feel like, you know, we, yeah. we did our job. And <laughs> it was to delve into something that was inscrutable. Yeah. Yep. Listeners, we tried to learn more about it, and we couldn't. Uh, we know no more than we did then. That's <laughs> the Neither do you. <laughs> Neither You're do welcome. You. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Don't forget to rate and subscribe or whatever people say. <laughs> Actually, also, we should to, uh, get us, like, rate and subscribe Rate and review, I think, is the thing. <clears throat> whatever, that, those things. I should things. know about this. And subscribe. Subscribing is good. Well, but subscribe should be, you know, should be implied. If you're not wow, subscribing, like what are you doing, really? Yeah. Not being it. Can you go into an Apple store and speak to the sales agent for a while? And then at one point just be like, okay, now when, when the information comes through, where is it going to show to? <laughs> just ask them that. I'll get like, like, drop everything. We need all the geniuses. Yeah. yeah. And when he starts answering, pull out a notebook and a pen and paper and start writing down what he says. Be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking computers. I like how mad Chris gets when people don't use computers. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's great. It is funny. That's a good show. Is there, is there any movie or show that... What is something that you think has done computers well? Like, is there anything? Well, where I don't could, know. There are people who like has it been done? delve into this, but the, yeah. it does exist. Very few examples come to mind. Certainly, none are coming to my mind right now, other than Minority Report. <laughs> um, I have a lot yeah. of Minority Report yeah. references ready for you. I was going to say that's a good segue because when I was watching the Replicas trailer like half an hour ago, I realized that uh, the computing that was going on in Keanu's home clone basement or whatever the <laughs> hell he's doing seems to be very report 
ish of the minority sort. Mm-hmm. Minority Report is noted in my notes. It's not that it's not the display that I found shocking. It was what he is manipulating. And we'll get to all of that. Maybe that technology exists now. It is science that you're, as you said, you're very unfamiliar with it. <laughs> I mean, we struggle. We do the dance, me and science. And so far, I think we've like a nice back and forth, a nice two-step. Now, uh, Sam, you said that um, you weren't even sure if this movie takes place in the future or not. Yes, I'm not sure. I remain unsure. Like Robin Hood? <laughs> it's up sometime in some place. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like probably now or in the near future, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I they have like what seems to be current technology, like the cell phones that we use. Things right, like there you that. go. We're getting into the science now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deep science. All right. So replicas starring Keanu Reeves, directed by the aforementioned Jeffrey Nachmanoff. We've got Middle Ditch in this film. Yeah, it's just a mouthful, so I'm going to call him Ed, as is his yeah, character yeah. name. And Keanu says it hundreds of times for some reason. And in turn, Ed calls Keanu man hundreds of times. Even though Keanu's name is Will Foster, but Keanu is a much better name. I'm yeah, calling Keanu point. Keanu. That's uh, not Yeah, debatable. we've got Alice Eve playing Mona. Mm-hmm. And uh, not a lot of other people I recognize. Not a lot of other characters to even waste your time thinking about. Except for uh, wow, really there's a guy called Jones. He factors a bit. Oh, yeah. John Ortiz. He's a yeah. He's a solid actor. See him in a lot of stuff. He uh, reminds me of like a young... He could be like Tony Shalhoub's much younger brother. Hmm. Always room for a guy like that. You need a guy like that in <laughs> every film. Ken Reeves lately has been making movies where like he is the, the guy. And... uh I'm loving it, as I know you both are. <laughs> this was, you know, I love him. We've already discussed that, but this might be his woodenest performance of all time. That's saying a lot. I, I know. Whoa. More than Dracula? Yes. Wow. Maybe that's what the, what the, the film called for. It didn't. It didn't call oh. for it. So there is a text thing of to situate it, and I think it says Costa Rica. He doesn't interact with any locals, and it doesn't matter really scenic-wise, so... Oh, that's where, he, that's where Ken was living? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then do, he, uh, do, we, do we get a sense of why he's there? He's clearly an American man. Yeah, we see. Uh, and then the next thing that shows up on the text is Biodyne, a biology research facility. So that is the specific industry on this island that he's working at. Biodyne. Yeah. Um, so we meet Keanu. He's at the facility. He is the lead doctor of some team. I don't know exactly what kind of expertise he has because he seems to run the gamut of several different abilities in the science field. Okay. Um, what would be some of these abilities? You can call this biotech, right? He's in biotech. Well, he seems to be a coder. He seems That's to be a biologist. That's the bio part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so just like a lot of different variations on those general and, sciences. And if I may, I'm, I'm sensing coding, bio, what I know this movie is about. I'm a geneticist. Yeah, that too. He's sequencing the genome. Yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah. he's crispering the the biologies. Whew. This is a lot of science. <laughs> it's 
there's so much science. Um, so we see that on his desk he has various artifacts from his family, like, you know, best dad and pictures of his family, just to orient us to his situation that he has a family and they're with him on this island. Mm-hmm. So on the main floor of this facility, a dead body is rushed in on a gurney. And there's a lot of urgency. It's Keanu, it's Ed, and two or three other people on their team whose names and skill sets are really not important, but it's around five people. So Middleditch, Middleditch, uh, a.k.a. Ed, is uh, part of his team? Yeah, he's like his second second in command guy. Right hand middle ditch. Yep. Oh, and in the in the in the pictures of the family that we saw, did we see that Alice Eve is his family member, or do we? Uh, I don't know if we guilt? saw yet, but okay. she, yeah, she's his wife. Okay, it's not a mystery. Um, so because body is rushed in, we can see that the body has been violently, like the cause of death is from violence, because there's all these wounds and bullet marks and stuff like that. So it's in a recent death. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, and, do you get a sense that this is a regular occurrence that they're bringing in bullet riddled bodies into this es- establishment? I could not assess any of that at this time, Fair, but I yeah. do have an answer shortly. Okay. Because okay. it, it, what you set up is it, not a hospital. hospital. Right? Yeah, it's not a hospital. No, it's not a hospital. It's a lab. Yeah. Okay. Or like so, a research floor. And who brings in the bodies? Is it, are, they, are they paramedics? No, it's like they're, it's part of his team. Like, we All have right. the body. Let's go. Right, cool. uh, and Kena says, okay, we need to assess the brain. So Ed puts a helmet on the dead body, on the head of the dead body, and they do scans and whatnot, uh, readings of the brain. And, you know, it's all appearing on their screens, all the vitals and levels and whatever information they're looking for. And Check the vitals, EKG. <laughs> all that. And Ed Stat. says, it's viable. Do you concur? And Kena says, I concur commence you know the procedure so this helmet which is just this bulky metal elaborate headpiece thing which also covers over the eye area Mm -hmm. a needle plunges from this helmet into the pupil of the eye of this body and Ooh, that's not nice no it was gross it happens a lot Uh, yep and all the information. So what they assess as far as concluding that it was viable is that the brain wasn't injured directly through this killing. And okay, it's intact. So we, we have right, a healthy so you, brain, unhealthy body. Yeah. yeah. So but the guy dead. bled out or something as, as opposed to getting a bullet through the brain. Yes, exactly. And is recently dead. So he's like, all the, you know, it's still there. It's still all his memories and all his like brain information is still there to be tapped into. And that's exactly what the needle does. It taps into it and transmits all the information and all the personality and like all the consciousness of what a brain is onto this other device, a hard drive. Wow. This is, see, this is where the technology is really (laughs) ramping up from the aforementioned today's technology of smartphones and stuff. A needle goes into the brain and transfers this person's full consciousness and memories and personality onto a hard drive. (laughs) Yep. The download is completed, sir. Do you concur? (laughs) Yes, I occur. I concur, Ed, man. Yep. 
that you get it. Well, um, I'm right in this movie. <laughs> so then yeah. Keanu puts on his own helmet, which has a clear visor that crosses over his eyes. And through uh, that visor, that's where we get the Minority Report thing. So he has... And what, his visor is linked to the hard drive. So he is Minority Report looking at all of the info on this brain hard drive. And he's physically swiping through the information, like Minority Report, looking for just different things. And yelling phrases like, parietal lobe. And this goes on... I wish I'd taken out my stopwatch, but it, it, I would say three minutes where you're just swiping minority of right style, yelling brain related words. It's not really images. It's really just like code kind of like in the matrix three when it's just when he's blind and he just sees the world as binary oh, like yeah. that, but like with more detailed coding. Finally, he's done and he says, okay, it's ready. Like, it's good to go. Prep the body. Prep the synthetic body. And so then we meet, similarly to Shrike in Mortal Engines, a robo-structured body. Oh. Um, like, it looks like a robot, though. Yeah, it's just a robot. Yeah, metal, and it's got kind of like a plastic face, like a mannequin. Okay. And Not trying to look like a person. No, not trying to look like a person. Full robot. And um, they take the hard drive... And with whatever Keanu did to it, and they upload the that information into the robo synthetic body. Can I take a guess at what he might have been doing when he was doing his sorting? Was he sorting it? And so he was saying prior to Lobuck as in like I'm putting this information in a particular region of the brain, like almost like he was labeling everything? Maybe. He might have been like preparing it to replicate the original brain so it transplants over intact and so they're doing the transmission from hard drive to robo and it looks like the readings are going well and it's like matches taking um <laughs> i swear it's like yeah match made and so uh -huh. then they wake up the body like activate it biologically or whatever like turn on the robot now that it's been implanted and the body wakes up robo body wakes up and it's like extending its fingers and just like looking at its new robo body and totally freaking out because it's a robot and there's no context for what has happened so right. it, it's freaking out like it's like a baby being born like what am Except, i yeah. oh shit i am a robot oh uh... totally yeah and kino's like calm down sergeant whatever so we learn that it's uh, a cop uh, uh you've been transmitted okay. into this synthetic body and it's still freaking out and screaming like what am i exactly what you said like what am i what happened to me in a robot voice even yeah. kind of what yeah like its own voice but me? robo sized and it just what kind of god would allow such a thing <laughs> what piano the piano. humanity yeah <laughs> you deleted all of the best parts of my brain <laughs> i'm so ugly now what did you do to my hair <laughs> let me die well, that's let me die. basically what happens. So we realized that it was a cop that was killed on the job and was a donor for this somehow. We don't really learn about the donor proceeding of, like, if they okay. were just a donor in general. No, well, he, you he can donate don't. your body to science, but you don't yeah. get to say what science or how it's used, I don't think. Well, the guy didn't realize well, that Robo was in play because he's really surprised. And so surprised, he starts ripping himself apart. Oh, that's fucking awesome. 
Sounds like a good movie. <laughs> this movie sounds incredible, by the way. Huh. And oh, what was God. Keanu doing during yeah, all of this? He, yeah. he was trying to placate the guy. He's like, calm down, Sergeant. It's going to be fine. You're in a new vessel now. We've, you're dead. You're in a robot. But Keanu's just not very – his bedside manner needs a lot of work. And, but how does he play the reaction – to the robots ripping you call it apart. Wooden? I would call it a non-reaction. <laughs> would you call it solid like an oak? Yeah. Reliable. You could make a table from his reaction. Um, and they abort the mission, and that's done. Trial is considered a failure. And at this point, so we learn... the robot learn has successfully robot torn died. himself apart and no longer exists. Well, no, he doesn't tear himself totally apart. They kind of stop. They turn him off. And oh, they, they shut him down. Yeah, so they shut it down, and it's just a fail. And we find out that they've been doing this trial many times over and getting better and better at it, and that this was the first time the donor candidate verbalized a reaction. So oh, they've okay. made a big step. Sounds like they're trying to... Um, progress on this technology in order to profit from it and probably put it up to no good that's correct yeah, yeah it's uh, that's biodyne i mean that's that's biodyne <laughs> classic <laughs> biodyne any company ending in bi- in dyne that's in the sciences is not going to be a friendly company we'll learn no, a little it, bit more about the company later but yeah that's all yeah. bang on and always going to be meddling with forces that they don't totally understand uh ethical and dilemmas how- complications ensue. Dilemmas, reports of minorities. That sound makes it sound much more racist than when you put it that way, right? If their report was called Report on Minorities, it would sound very racist. It would. But but minority reports, even though it sounded sort of the same thing, doesn't sound that racist. No, it doesn't. It sounds uh, very official. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, his boss, Jones, who was the... Uh, I'm fine. Everything's good. What happened next? <laughs> Jones, the boss of the company, confronts Kano and says the board is getting restless. You're not making enough progress, and we have nothing to show. And they are getting tired of waiting and skeptical about your work. And if you don't make any significant uh, steps soon, the program will be shut down and cool. defunded. Isn't Jones? what he just did considered progress? Not enough for Jones. What? Did he did he state what it is this this board uh, is actually expecting? They want it to work. They want the robot to have yeah. be transplanted and like function with that new brain. Is Jones a suit? Is he a business guy or is yeah, he also he's a, a science business guy? guy? All right. Yeah. Um, Kano goes home and Alice Eve is there. That's his wife. They have three children ranging from I guess maybe eight to teen. So it's girl boy girl. That's the order. Mm-hmm. And um, he tells her, great news, we made some terrific progress today. And she says, but if the candidate verbalized its fear, then that means it can feel, and you're borderline torturing them. But this is wrong. Yeah, and... I'm going to go with Alice Eve on this one. It, it does, what, when she says that to Keanu, does he react as like, oh, I never thought of that? No, is, he actually, com- he makes an interesting counterpoint that I don't agree with, but that it was... A think piece. He says the first person who had a heart transplant only lived for a few days and they suffered too, but wasn't that worth it for medical progress. You're a doctor after all. Keanu <laughs> does make a good point. That is a thoughtful response. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's Alice Eve's jam? Is she like – she also a scientist? She's a doctor, a medical doctor. Oh, I see. Okay. So she's really bringing the ethical conundra to him. Yes. And the Hippocratic 
do yeah. no harm. And he says a person is made up of all the sum parts of other experiences. And that's all I'm doing is I'm assembling the sum parts of that and just transmitting it over. But it, I just can't understand why the transplant won't work. It won't take on the body. And she says, is that all you think we are? You just think I'm the sum parts of my past? You have a loving family and an adoring wife, and all we have is a scientist. Ouch. So is their relationship troubled because of this and other fa related factors? Does no. she feel that he's too unfeeling as a, as a family man also? I guess, but we don't get enough time with her to really right. identify their marital status. So they have uh, some Something debates. Gonna <laughs> yes, Jeremy. Something what? is going to happen to her. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So Ed comes by and he's going to house sit for the family while they borrow his vacation boat for the weekend. Ed is well, a really nice great coworker. <laughs> Ed has no life of his own from what I gather in this movie. So he works for the guy all day and then he calls him up and he goes, hey, Ed, come watch my dog and I, can I borrow your boat? <laughs> To take my wife and kids out on. Cool. <laughs> Come watch my dog, and also, can I have your boat? Yeah. Yep. Remember when can that you robot do this for me tore... and that for me? <laughs> Thanks. Remember when that robot tore himself apart today at work? That was crazy. <laughs> anyway, bye. See you on Monday. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yep. Well, that's what happens. There's pizza in the fridge. <laughs> um, cool. So the family goes off. The family of five. Kinu's at the wheel, and they're driving towards the marina to get on the boat, and suddenly a huge storm hits the island, and it's very torrential, and they dodge one collision, and they're like, oh man, like, oh, that was a close one, and the wife's like, maybe we should pull over, it's getting really dangerous, and then all of a sudden, they slide off the road even worse into the side area, she is immediately impaled by a tree trunk, oh. like, through Whoa. her stomach, um, and the oh. car falls into the nearby waters. Oh. When we see them again, because of the way the car was tilted, the parents are like above water and all three kids in the back are underwater and drowned. She's impaled. Kanu's fine. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. The, yeah. the, all the knowledge that he carries with him is also fine. That, so, a, a sad moment, a sad event, but it, a real tragedy was avoided. Does he get to emote here? No. He, oh, okay. he does not. Hard no. <laughs> he drags all four bodies to shore and calls his buddy Ed and summons him. And Ed shows up in the car with like all this lab equipment in the trunk of his car. And he says, what happened, man? Why would you bring me here? And he said, I told you not to ask any questions. And he's like, okay. I brought all the stuff you asked of me, which includes all of those helmet things. So they yeah. do the needle in the eye four times over into each of the bodies. And Ed's like, man, we should call the cops. They're dead. This is so horrible. And Keena says, they're not totally gone yet. Yeah, he's like, shut up, Ed. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens when you think for yourself. <laughs> you know what happens. He didn't down. display any sadness. No. Oh, okay. He's too focused. He's too focused on the task at hand. He doesn't have time to be sad. He only has moments to suck the consciousness and tag the metadata of his wife and children. It's true. He Now he has four more people that didn't even have to volunteer. Exactly. To run yeah. his experiment. The board is going to be thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> Great news, everyone. Great news. My whole family's dead. 
but actually not really. <laughs> Look at all these hard drives. <laughs> Look at all these tags. Okay, you guys really get it. So he's got the four hard drives, and Keanu asks Ed to get rid of the bodies because he just can't face it himself. And Ed's like, what? All right, man, I'll do it. Oh, he Wait, does that whoa, too. Ed. Ed, you can draw a line, man. <laughs> you can draw a line. Oh, my goodness. I was as stunned as Jeremy that he kept going along with all that he goes along with. There is a bit of pride later on that we'll get to just as a science accomplishment. But otherwise, he's just a real yes man, and it is unnecessary. He's just a solid bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, would you bury would you bury four bodies for me if I asked you guys? I was like, just do it. I just don't know if I have the shoulder strength. So back at the lab, Kanu insists of Ed that he can clone Shocking. humans, right? That mm-hmm. he can and, clone humans? Yeah. And Ed, there's so many different science things that have to occur for Kanu's plan. And Ed says, I've done it with small animals, but only couple of times and definitely never with a human and Keanu says but you can do it right and he says I just told you I never did it before and he's like but you can do it right <laughs> and he just basically browbeats Ed into agreeing so Keanu goes back to the house Ed shortly after rolls up with a big van and he has three pods in the back and they're he just... didn't even stay to help no uh, yeah so he brings three pods the pods are like Clear cubes filled with scienty liquids. Yeah, yes. I'm with you. And Kanu says, What do you mean you only brought three? I need four. I have a family of four. And Ed says, <laughs> Man, these cost millions of dollars. It wasn't so easy to take three. It's the best I could do. He says, But I need four. But man, I only have three. This goes on for some time. He really calls him man a lot, huh? So, yeah. you, if you have the pleasure of watching this movie after, I, I would recommend you count how many, just to make it a little game. I can really tell that this sat with you for a long time afterwards. <laughs> it really did. The man. It, was, it haunts me. Um, okay. Sam wakes up every morning just yelling, man, Ed, <laughs> Ed, man, man, man. <laughs> so Keanu puts the names in the bowl the names of each of the four in a bowl and says, Ed, draw a name. And Ed says, no, man, that's where I draw the line. You're going to have to draw it. You created this mess. You're going to have that's to draw where the he name draws the line. Yep, that's at the bowl. That's where he draws the line at pulling the name out of a bowl. <laughs> I think Ed's had enough. Yeah. No, he's definitely he's... not had enough because he's back for so much more. I see. He just doesn't want to participate in this Sophie's Choice. Correct. So Kanu does pull the name and he draws the youngest daughter. Yeah, so she's the one that's not going to be potted. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I thought it was oh. going to be the person who was going to be revived first. No, but she's he doesn't the have one time that gets to draw. Cut. He doesn't have. He's in a rush, so he doesn't have time to draw three names. He only has time to draw the one who's not right. going to move on. Yeah, I think his youngest daughter just lucked out because <laughs> uh, doesn't seem to go so good. For people. Maybe they could just go put her in a robot instead of a human body. No, there's a multi-step plan in place so step one ed starts preparing each of the clone bodies in their respective pods now if you want to ask me how he has enough materials and information on those bodies i can't tell you that because i don't i don't know how he could recreate those specific bodies because i don't think they like growing them right yeah but they didn't like harvest their dna before the bodies were removed so i don't know how he has the source material to like what is he cloning 
he must have he must have taken some of their DNA when he buried their bodies. I he guess, but off yeah. screen, off topic. So he starts preparing. Wow. He starts preparing them, and he says somehow they will all be ready at the same time, even though he's aging them up to different ages. <laughs> but it will take the exact same time for each of them to be complete, which is seventeen days. So in seventeen days. days, his his daughter can age to age thirteen, and his wife can age to age thirty five. That's correct. He has seventeen days in which to solve the transplant problem, because after seventeen okay. days, the bodies will be ready, and then he'll have to do the hard drive switchover. Otherwise, they'll just be living soulless bodies. Yes. So he's got seventeen days to transplant the consciousness yeah so he has to crack his methodology which he has mm-hmm. failed to do before mm. and and figure that out figure out that process and he's doing all of this from his quote-unquote home office <laughs> kind of he's he pops into Bionine, but it hasn't happened yet i was gonna say because he still has a job right he has to like show up and do his job yeah. oh, and we'll he, get so does that. ed yep okay yeah. it seemed in the trailer like he had a pretty roomy basement he in has... which to uh conduct this Mad science. Yeah, all the stuff that they've stolen, all the equipment in the pods is in his basement. Yeah. Well, that's basement. nice for him. Yeah. I mean, he has no family, but at least he has a roomy basement. <laughs> Somewhat comfortable to be, you know? It's nice. Is it like a rec room? It, no, it doesn't look like it has much fun happening. It's not like TV down there or anything. It um, seems more like a dad basement, like a, like tools. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So Ed right. also tells him that they need a generator because any loss of power will disrupt the levels that need to be monitored and they would instantaneously die. Uh, and they also need to monitor the levels 24-7 to make sure that Ed's computation is proceeding as he wishes. So, so they need like, a backup – in case the power goes out in the house, they, they need to make a backup generator. Yep. They need a dedicated power source. Okay. And Keenan's like, That's but so it's the middle of the night. How am I supposed to get one? He's like, I can't think of everything, man. I mean, I'm already cloning your family. And Keanu's like, okay, fine. Uh, well, let me deal with this. So Keanu goes around the neighborhood and lifts all the car batteries of his neighbors and, like, rigs up a string of that to be the power source. I'm sure you could have gone to, like, a Walmart. Like, <laughs> that You can buy a backup generator. Like, Isn't he in, like, some sort of rural Costa Rica? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, there must have okay. Biodyne has million dollar clone pods, but they don't have a backup generator somewhere <laughs> kicking around. They could have grabbed. He's not willing to steal that from Biodyne. He's <laughs> right, only willing enough. to s- steal the pods. Right, that's a bridge too far. Fair, mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, generators. Someone stole my generator. I'd be furious. It's, it's a different upsetting. department. Yeah. So cops show up the next day and say, "Well, we're just canvassing the area. There's been a weird string of car battery." Theft. Did they get yours? And he says, no, they didn't. And they say, okay, well, let us know if anything happens. Bye. And that's the end of that plot line. Yeah, that okay, was cool. Good, yeah. Good cover. I really lucked out, <laughs> officer. See ya. <laughs> yeah. So we never, we never find out how everybody replaces their car batteries? No, but we also, if you're wondering if the generator is going to have a hiccup and that be a thing, it's not. Keenan realizes that since he can't do the youngest daughter, Zoe, he can't recreate her, he needs to resolve that problem. And so he goes into his helmet visor, minority report thing, and uh, gets up all the hard drives and types in her name because you can search in the system. And he finds all the references and connections, and it looks like different like synaptic 
things get fired off when he tries to find memories of her. And he collects all of those memories and he puts them in the trash. And I thought, oh, he's not going to do it. Like, he's going to, he won't be able to go through with it. But no, he does. So he deletes the kid from the memories of all the other three. He puts all our memories in the trash bin. Does he empty the trash bin? Yeah, it's gone. Oh, he empties the trash bin. <laughs> oh, wow. So that it's means uh, that when this uh, experiment is inevitably perfectly successful, <laughs> um, that the the existence of Zoe will be erased from the rest of his family's new minds. Yes. And I would have as... just I would have just jammed Zoe's memories into the other daughter's memories. How to and make just it made two, a super twofer? daughter. <laughs> yeah. Just do a twofer. I would that's what I would have done. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to catch heat from my cloned wife when she's like, uh, you, you like, why'd you choose her? Like, I, I'd rather play it safe and be like, look, baby, I didn't want to cut any of our kids. So I jammed two kids into one body. <laughs> look, baby. <laughs> See here, baby. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So then he cleans up all the artifacts of the daughter around the house and, mm-hmm. you know, dismantles her bedroom. Oh, no, this is when he weeps. It's when he cleans up all her stuff and, like, all her artwork and stuff. This is when he breaks down and weeps. Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's triggering. I get even that. the mightiest of oaks <laughs> is going to have to break down at some point. And, where, and performance level here, was he as sad as he was when he was John Wick and he lost his dog? Where, where, what's the comp here? Uh, no. Less sad. He just leans his head down and weeps. So we don't even really see his face mid-weep. Um, I felt very removed from his pain. Yeah. Did you weep? Too bad. I did not. Mm. Did you desire to weep? Yes. Always. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> don't we all? I'm telling yeah. you, when I watched Toy Story 3 the other day, I was laying down on my couch and I was drowning in my own tears. Like, I swear I had to sit up. I was, I couldn't weep Were you comfortably. you dehydrated afterwards? <laughs> yeah. Like on the verge of like, like suffocating in my own tears in that position. That's amazing. That's amazing. You would have been a candidate for this procedure then. <laughs> yeah. My brain would have been fully very next memory after drowning in your own tears would be waking up in a robot body. <laughs> Yeah, like, but it, did four come out yet? I really want to see it. Uh, <laughs> did four come out yet? <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, back at Biodyne, Jones is getting mad that Keanu is out sick, and so Ed gives Keanu a call and's like, "It's getting noticeable that you're not here. You probably need to make an appearance. Board's getting weary. Jones is on both of our cases." Blah, blah, blah. So Keanu does come into the office, and we see him studying old test footage of all the previous trials and just trying to figure out, like, why it won't take. And we see that he did successfully transplant the animal consciousness and memories uh, onto, like, an animal robot, but that just doesn't work on humans because clearly there's something more to us than that he just hasn't been able to crack. Ridiculous, but okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ed is at the pods because, as discussed, someone needs to be monitoring them at all times. So when Keanu pops into the office, he trades out Ed, who goes to his home. And the kid's teacher shows up looking for the kid because it's been some time since he's been at school. And Ed does a cover story that he's out sick or something. And then Keanu comes home and Ed says, 
dude or man, didn't you mm. like what did you do anything to address why your entire family has gone missing? And Kano says, I've had a lot of my mind, Ed. <laughs> yeah, Ed. And I like that part because I thought it was funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Ed is> funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think Ed uh, has also had a lot of on his mind and his plate. <laughs> yep. Because of a, man and all of his uh, yeah. all of his tasks. What a taskmaster. Yeah. And it's a perfectly helpful suggestion. Like, he's yeah. not just, like, nagging him. It's a very um, important point that Keanu thinks about how to explain away his kids from yeah, society. And wife. Yeah. And also, <laughs> when and if this works and he's erased the daughter from their minds, he has not erased the daughter from the minds of everyone else they know. It is a very good point, and um, I'll admit I didn't even think of that yet because there's a lot yeah. of moving pieces here. It does um, not really come up, but it was really bothering me. That's a great point. Like, how do you erase her memory from everyone else who knows her? I would assume Keanu would have asked Ed to kill everybody <laughs> that ever knew her. And, and Ed would have been like, no problem, man. He would be like, oh, man, I, I'm not happy about this, but I, I'll do it. Yeah, and I'll put the bodies with the other ones. Fine. God, it's yeah. really going to pile up. Just don't ask me to pull names out of a bowl, and yeah, <laughs> we'll be fine. But don't worry, I'll be back in an hour to check on the progress of those clones that I'm making for you. <laughs> uh, so Keanu okay. takes out all of their cell phones and he starts responding to all these old lingering texts and emailing. Oh, and okay. he yeah. says, tells the school that uh, we've decided to homeschool the kids. Thanks for everything. And he calls the wife out sick from her work. And so he does a little bit of that legwork. He listened to Ed. He listened to Ed, but that's still... He does it one time, but I would think it's an ongoing pursuit if he's going to pretend that they're just temporarily away. Like, they're going to get messages every day from their friends, right? This is not a good plan, Keanu. <laughs> I, I, there's, like, a lot of stuff to take care of that I feel like he is just overlooking. Yeah, he, he's he's not considering the many spheres in which a person lives. He just seems to be focused on his home, his family unit. Yeah, and, sure, uh, and, and that's also in addition to the ridiculous thing that he's even attempting to do in the first place here. <laughs> like, first of all, clones are being of humans are being made for the first time ever in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, he has a plan about what he wants to successfully implant into those clones, <laughs> which he's been practicing on robots for for ages and not really getting him very far with it. Yeah, that's never worked either. <laughs> and on top of that, he's trying to manipulate the memories and images of his entire family amongst the general public. And yep. also he has a job that he's supposed to be going to, but he's spending a lot of time in his basement. Uh, you guys get yeah. it? Uh, I okay. Mean... So the bodies continue to grow in the pods, but Canis doesn't crack the transplant transplantation. And Ed says, if you don't take them out at day 17, they will continue aging past the death age or the age that they were, that we're yep. trying to replicate. And how in the world were you, will you explain that? So we must take them out at day 17. I mean, you could go an extra day or two. We all have gaps in our memory, whatever. <laughs> well, but he says if they are in the pod for an extra day, they'll age them years. Okay. That's just math. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So they take the bodies out, it's day 17, and they do conduct the transfer of the brains. I don't know why they can't just, like, put a hold on all of that, but they do the transfer. But before the 
the family can freak out. Kinu sedates them with, I think, propofol and puts them into a coma so they won't flip out. And he has a little more time to buy where he can figure out this process. Okay, but he did do the transfer. Yes. So learning more about the transfer, it seems like, while nice... He's done it. He he downloaded the matrix into their brains. Like yeah, he did but it. The problem that he was been facing with the transplant was that they react badly. Okay. So, All right. So he's trying to to create a a softer landing for them, so yes. to speak. Gotcha. Right. Right. And Ed says you can only sedate them for two or three days. Otherwise, a body just can't withstand that. So you only buy yourself that much more time. He says, "Fine, I'll do it. I I know I can figure <laughs> it out." <laughs> What's he doing when he's when he's so when he was like spending all this time like trying to figure out the transfer but not doing the transfer, and then now after he's done the transfer he's still working. What's he doing? Coding, coding and watching coding. old trials. All right, so it's 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 a very technical process. He's trying to maybe watch old trials and figure out what he's missed. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So he's sitting at the wife's bedside, and he's holding her hand, and he sees that her vitals on the monitor, medical monitor, has a very distinct reaction. And he analyzes the situation and concludes that her brain is connecting with her, with the knowledge of her body, the body that she is used to. And Wait, what? The, the, her old body? Or... or it's in the same... It's a replica of her old body, so yep. she's reacting to it as if it is the original Hers. body. Okay, so this is a positive sign. A positive. So it's like settling yeah. in. Yeah, okay. and he realizes that the problem with the cop was that he was expecting to see his real body, but was so freaked out to see a robo body. I don't know yeah. why he's surprised by that, but that he like yeah. he couldn't like ingest the information, and like, they couldn't communicate it fast enough to explain, and he just flipped out too fast. What he didn't realize was the difference <laughs> between awaking to look at yourself and look exactly the way you expect to in your human body versus awaking and finding yourself in a robo body. Yep. That's what he he hadn't realized the difference, the gap <laughs> between those two he was, scenarios. He was too lost in the in the scientific theory of it all, you know? He wasn't he thinking was. about the emotions. Right. <laughs> so he tells Ed, he's like, look. Her body is reacting. That's it. The reason that the cop freaked out is because it was not the right body. But she's in her right body, so we can wake her up, and it'll be fine because she's going to react accordingly. It's great. Yes. And when humans when humans awake to see that they're still human, they're much happier about it. <laughs> I think we usually just call that waking up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Keanu, so he wakes them up, and they're fine. And Keanu realizes, and they don't know their clones or anything. They just think it's any other day. Oh, wait, they, don't, know, they, they don't know up. their clones. They do not know their clones. And they, they wake up in the basement on beds? No, he puts them in their beds, in their rooms. Oh, okay. Not, and, I, th- I would have thought that he would have them in a hospital and be like, we were in the car accident. Now you're better in the hospital. We're going to go home. Nope. Okay. And there's no reference of those three lost weeks. Right. What's the day today? <laughs> or <laughs> it's, that. It's the day of the accident plus one. Yeah, and there's no consideration of who's been messaging all my friends as me. None of that. None of that comes up. So, but what does he tell them? Nothing. They all wake up at the same time. Or it's like morning, so they're all waking up as if they were asleep. Yep. He just comes down, and they're having breakfast, and he's relieved. 
He's like, oh, it worked. Great. Do, uh, do they, the last thing they remember is being in the car accident? Kind of. I'll get to that in a second. But they okay. don't discuss anything. They just like, seem oh, like, like, oh, we're getting ready for school. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's like any other day. It's a weekend. Yep. Do they ask where Zoe is? No. Not yet. Okay. So All it right. seemed to have worked. So <laughs> Keener realizes that he needs to create an algorithm, coding-wise, that will trick the mind into recognizing the synthetic body as its own. And that will make the transplant work. That's the secret that he's been missing. But wait, didn't that ha- okay. didn't the recognition happen in his wife already? Didn't you say that? No, yeah, but he, he wants... needs to trick the is... robo body, trick the new when oh. he does in the future on the robo bodies. Oh, that I the see. robo body so will he's... seem to be the right body. So now that he's been successful bringing his family back to life, he's going to try to get back to his actual job. Yeah. But what? Wait. But but Ed just achieved the first ever successful human cloning. Why well, even? <laughs> <laughs> Why even consider moving consciousnesses into robot bodies at all? If the trick was that they don't like going into robot bodies, if the solution was transfer them into clones of themselves, do that. Yeah, great it question. It feels like that's a know. lot more expensive. And also, I yeah. just have the have the general feeling that what they're trying to do ultimately here is make super soldiers, right? Or yeah, or yeah, tools or weapons or something, or or slaves or whatever. Yeah. Robo yeah. robo Wait. servants of some kind. Blade Runners, or the, the, the thing that the Blade Runners hunted. Androids? Yeah, but yeah. Ed comes by, and he is super proud. He's like, whoa, we cloned people today, man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, you did. He sounds like a real stoner for someone who's so good at science. <laughs> um, but that happens. The family is functioning and back, but the wife seems to glitch here and there. She'll, like, just kind of pause and, like, shake herself out of it. Hmm. And they also, find, they also find a couple of references to the name Zoe. Like, her name's etched in the closet. And they're like, who's Zoe? And Keena says, I don't know. He just, like, avoids it all and hides from them. <laughs> Great answer. And then, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's called into the office. It's a weekend day. So there's no implication of why are they not at school. Like, none of this is coming <laughs> up. And he gets called into the office because there's a new body, a new donor body. And... They go through all that, and Ed's like, I think it's viable. Do you concur? And Kana says, I do not concur. Even though we can tell that it really was viable, he just doesn't want to do it because he wants to buy himself more time to do this algorithm and not have the funding shut down because, A, he doesn't want his funding to get shut down in general because he wants to finish the project, and, B, he doesn't want this whole thing to be discovered that he has millions of dollars of stolen equipment in his basement still. So it's better to not run another trial yeah. because because it would be another failure. Yes. Okay. All right. So he runs into the bathroom at the office and takes one of the helmet things. And while he's awake, he does his own eye needle plunge and <gasps> does his own brain. Pardon? Yo, wow, 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 Wait, wow, so wow. wait, so... <laughs> Number one, as Jeremy is uh, hinting at, that's not cool. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, um, this has never been done so far in this film on a living human, correct? That's correct. And how does that work out for him? Seems as a to be human? fine. <laughs> he's oh, bleeding question. from the eye a oh. little bit, and Ed notices, and he's like, "What did you do, man?" Like he immediately realizes what he did. Kana says, I'm going to test the algorithm on myself, like the second myself, 
robo myself, and I'm going to use my own mind as the control test, and we'll see if it works. Okay, and you say robo myself, but it's just another one of the standard issue synthetic bodies, right? It doesn't look like Keanu. That's right, yeah, but he just means, like, I'm going to use my memory and, like, my personality to implant on the robo and see if this algorithm of tricking it into recognizing the body as its own will work. Okay, and I guess maybe Chris can help me out with this, too. This means that when you do the eyeball extraction, it's not a cut and paste. The, the consciousness is not removed from the brain. It's copied. Because yes, copied. he didn't lose his own consciousness. That's right. Now there's two. It's a copy-paste, not a cut-and-paste. It's a copy-paste, not a cut-and-paste. Thank it's, you. It's, but it remains on the clipboard. Okay. Okay. Got it. And, with and the then wizard... Clippy from Microsoft <laughs> Word comes up and says, I see you've got a consciousness. <laughs> would you like to copy it to another body? Yes, no. Learn more. I would definitely need Clippy. At, at this level of science, at this level of cutting-edge science, I, Clippy yeah. would be a huge help. I probably would go to learn more. See, I mean, that's what Clippy's there for. That's, yeah. You, Follow you, me. You're, you're cautious. <laughs> right this way. I'm Clippy. Um, All right. Okay, so, okay. but I have one remaining question, which is, Kino seems to have done this very cavalierly on himself, a living human, knowing that he would be able to continue his, I don't know, life, research, <laughs> experiments, whatever, uh, life, yeah. new family, all the things. So why are they constantly waiting for dead bodies to come around if you can just do this on living humans without any negative effect? I don't think he knew that that would for sure work. He's just so he was willing to be a, a dead person. Yeah, he's in just that like bathroom stall? he's just gone off the rails. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of scientific firsts happening in rapid fire. Exactly. Like the thing that should have been acknowledged there is, hey, we don't need to wait for dead bodies anymore. Yeah. We yep, just need volunteers. You just need volunteers, and you can do it to yourself. Yeah. Well, it's all just let them be played out. Some of this is going to be acknowledged. That's fair. But I want to say one more thing. And if it's copy-paste, you could do it unto yourself and then paste numerous times with different Mm. parameters to try to get the experiment to work. You could be like multiplicity. Uh, Okay, so the oldest daughter has a nightmare, which is a memory of the car crash. So in answer to your question, they still have a bit of those lingering memories. But she wakes up and he just tells her it was a nightmare. Mom's fine. Like, it's just a bad dream. Nothing more. And then he takes her down to the garage when she's – he sedates her and takes her into the garage or the basement and hacks back into her and erases that memory. He's like, good as new. Gotcha. So, yep, yep. So he's going to keep trying to – he'll just have to keep pulling out things that trigger memories. Yeah. And But the wife comes down and catches him and she's like, what the hell? What are you doing to our daughter? How did and he sedate her? Did he, did he roofie her? What did, how did he needle, put her out? Needle-based. Like – Snuck up behind her and needled her? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, wow. In the eyeball? No. It's okay, so style. Alice Eve comes down and is like, um... What's up with this, uh... <laughs> you've got a helmet on her and something feels weird about this. Something feels wrong. We also off. need to discuss everything that's going on in the basement, <laughs> but that's another topic. You said you were just doing CB radio down here. <laughs> you just said you were an amateur CB radio yeah, what's enthusiast. Up? You said you were had your model train set up. <laughs> Well, instead of trying to cover a story, any of it, he immediately confesses. He's like, you're clones. You died. And what? she's like, <laughs> I would have needled her. But anyway. Nope. He just says it all. And she, <laughs> she cool. Um, and they don't tell the kids yet. And Wait. Oh, God. Okay. She cool. <laughs> 
And she's like, how she's could like, you word, do? Word, 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 word. Does he mention that there was a third daughter that died? Not at this time. He just says, okay, all right. He keeps that part. She's like, cool, Secret. what do you want for lunch? But that comes up, like, actually pretty soon. No, he does say it. She says, Why, how would you do this? How could you do this to us? And he says, you were all gone. I couldn't let you go. Wouldn't you have done the same? And she takes his hand gently as if she totally understands. Mm-hmm. And then she says, who's Zoe? And then he confesses that part, too. And she oh. says, you erased my daughter? And he says, yes. And she cool. Oh, she's cool. Okay. <laughs> totally fine with it. And they just carry on. And the next day, they go to a Christmas tree lot with Ed because he's just not got his own life. And oh, it's the he, holiday season. I didn't know. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> Neither was the movie until just now. Um, <laughs> and Ed's like, hey, you... Because he knows that she's a clone, and she knows he knows, and it's all a bit awkward, but no one really says anything. And then one of the kids picks out a tree, and she says, no, not that one. That's horrible. That's just fake. And then she stops herself and, like, has this moment of self-consciousness, like, I am fake, too. But then they move on. Okay. Yeah. That's that's her. (laughs) What a weird moment. Like, that's (laughs) fake, but I'm fake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. What does fake even mean? Yeah, who am I? What what am I? Uh, but they it, don't delve it into like, it at all. No, it sounds like for a moment she was a little less cool, but now she'd be cool again. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah, she, there was a glitch in the coolness, and then it went back to full cool. She cool. Yeah. So they're back at the house. Ed's not there. This is a family. And Jones comes by. And comes he said, to the house. Comes to the cool. house. And they're very he... familiar work colleagues. <laughs> yeah. And he... Out of nowhere says, I know everything. I know that that's test subject, like, 8, 3, whatever. Like, they're model numbers. And those are property of the lab. And those are mine, and they need to come in for study. He's referring to the the, Keanu's family members. Yes. Um, And he knows all of this because Ed cracked? We don't know yet, but yes. Ed cracked under pressure. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know know yet how he knows. I wouldn't, I'm not going to hold that against Ed. <laughs> normally I don't like, you know, normally snitches get stitches, but in this case, this, this, he was right to snitch. <laughs> do, do you think Keanu may have put a bit too much on him? I do. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I, I, I think asking to borrow the boat was the, was a bridge too far. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, but that's my boat. So Jones makes this proclamation and, and pulls IP basically IP control over this property. Yeah, and he so, seems to be cool as a cucumber, though. Yeah, but Keanu, I don't. I must have like blacked out in this exact moment, but I think he knocks Me him too. out physically. Oh, and he also puts the hard drive that has the algorithm program in it that he has with him at home. He wraps it in tinfoil and puts it in the microwave. The and and turns on the microwave and turns on the microwave. The algorithm that he he hadn't yet tested. Yes. The thing that was going to trick um, robot brains into yes. believing they're human. Okay, so... Put that so, in the microwave. <laughs> yep. And, and, okay, so I can tell you that that's most likely what he's trying to do there is destroy that yes. algorithm. Yes. I'm not sure what his motivation there would be. He doesn't mm-hmm. want it to exist other than inside him. Did he so he, has, he has this algorithm committed to memory. Apparently, he didn't. Well, he didn't no, run he doesn't. It on himself, but okay, but he didn't run it on himself, did he? Not yet, no. So it, he has never tried the algorithm on himself or any synthetic body. No. 
he wrote it. He thinks it works. And yep. now he wants to delete it. Yep. He wants to not delete it. He wants to not make it available to Jones, but apparently he still just knows how it works in his mind. Yes. Sure. So he tells the family, okay. we need to run and start a new life. Like we just need because to, like... I just knocked out my boss in the well... kitchen and he wants to use use you as, as his <laughs> business property. Yeah. And oh, yeah, your property. And, and oh, also, yeah, your clones. And oh, yeah, you're dead. Yeah, all, you're dead, your clones. Other people remember Zoe, but we don't. He doesn't tell so, them. The wife knows, but not the children. Well, the children okay. kind of clue in, but it's not like a big moment. Oh, for sure. Why would it be? I actually don't even know what they know. No, they must because of what happens next. So okay. they go on a run and they're being chased by Jones's goons by car. This is like a car chase, okay? Yeah. And they realize that there are trackers, and the kids are like, "Oh, we should throw our phones out the car. Maybe it's the GPS of the car. What are they tracking?" And Keanu concludes that they are tracking that the trackers are in the synthetic clone bodies, and so they can't get rid of it because it's in them. How, why would I, that? I, I feel like Ed, Ed put... would have had to know about that. Yeah, yeah did Ed I, do that? I don't know. And How, the kids what? don't react, so I guess they must know that they are clones at this point because they have trackers in their fake bodies, but it's they don't have time to really dwell on it, and they have no reaction to it. So the wife says, let's go to my lab or my office. So they go to the clinic where the wife, I guess, worked as a doctor. We never saw her work there before or after the cloning. But they go. So they go to hide out at her place of work they don't go to hide out they go to do the oh. following she defibrillates the kids and she's like i hope this works otherwise you're gonna die and she shocks them and it disables the tracker and then Keanu does it for her oh uh okay i'm not even gonna touch that that's uh, <laughs> yeah. sure i'm just Whatever. glad the track i'm glad the trackers are out quick. great uh, like wow she's a very me. good doctor at doing things to <laughs> gps devices and clones <laughs> They run off to find Ed's boat, funny enough, uh, as their escape plan. But they are apprehended at the marina and taken back to the lab. Ed is there, and he says, and this part is very weird. Of all the things, this part was weird. He says, I never got rid of the bodies like you asked me to. I just couldn't do it. And Jones found them and found everything out, and I had to admit everything. I don't want to go to jail. I'm really sorry, man. Um, um. <laughs> I'm not going to blame Ed. I think uh, it's glad. I'm glad that he's finally come clean. I feel like he needed to do that for himself, but so, I'm so, not going to blame him for anything. Where are those not, corpses, though? Right. I'm not going to blame him for anything either. But when he says I couldn't get rid of the bodies, that means you just left them <laughs> wherever. Okay. So Jones found the bodies, and we'll just whatever that means. Yeah, because we don't see them, and we don't know what happens to them. Okay. Like the bo- right. oh, I thought it was cool. The like bodies the bodies are... don't meet each other. Oh, okay. I assumed they were going to play an additional role later on, but nope. No, they nope. do not. I think Jones just like was driving over a bridge and he saw them off over the side of the road. He's like, <laughs> I know oh, those people. I know those people. Isn't that Alice Eve? About this. I'm going to ask Hollywood this. actress Alice Eve. <laughs> well, anyhow, Jones is menacing the family and just trying to like claim them, and Keanu ducks off further into the lab. And he comes back out, and Jones says, I'm really mad that you destroyed the algorithm. So he knows. Jones found the nuked thing that he put in the microwave. And he's like, oh, when, man. When he, when he came to consciousness. Yeah, when he came to. <clears throat> in Keanu's home. Yeah. 
I don't know how he could have known there was an algorithm. I guess Ed told him that. I guess so, yeah. And Candace says, you can't hurt us because the only way to recreate the algorithm is by using my personal knowledge. So you can't hurt me or my family because then you'll never get it. Au contraire. Then, John says... I know says, how you could get the information out of Keanu's brain. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, I don't think you're going to exactly see it play out the way you're probably envisioning, even though you're on the scent. Okay. Uh, Keanu, or Joan says, I need you, but I don't need your family, and I don't need Ed. And so he just shoots Ed in the head to death, very abruptly. To the death. To the death, yep. And because the headshot... Like to say... Yeah, kill shot. <laughs> yeah, kill and shot, headshot. Because it's a kill shot, there can be no consciousness extraction. That is correct. Oh, that's a good point. There will be no concurring over that body. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. No, no, that's a single decision maker on that one. <laughs> and Keanu shouts, I'll do it. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't hurt my family. We can make Biodyne the best bio-research innovative facility ever. Like, think of all the acclaim you'll get. And Jones laughs and says, that's not what we're here for. Jones isn't even my real name. Think of all, we could take, like, the best fighter pilot and make hundreds of them. And so it's, you guys were right that they want to weaponize this and have it, like, for arms dealing. Of course we were right. Keanu's really put off guard, taken off guard. He didn't realize what he was, what kind of company he was working at. But before it even matters, the synthetic robo Keanu springs out from back in the lab because that's what Keanu was secretly doing moments ago. He did the algorithm upload thing. And it um, worked. He, and it he worked. Rewrote, he rewrote the algorithm. <laughs> Real quick, yeah. From like, memory. Rewrote it, implemented it, uploaded it, synthetic bodied it. Wow. When so I now got we got two work. Keanos. Two, two Keanu. Two, two Keanu. Two Keanu. Yeah. That's impressive. When I got back to work after the holidays, I couldn't even remember my password to get on <laughs> a computer. Robo Keanu comes leaping out from the back of the lab. Yeah, Robo Keanu's leaping out. Leaping out. He beats up all the goons and maybe kills them. Unclear. Jones is injured. He's fallen. And you can see that there's blood pooling behind his head, the back of his head. And Kanu implies, real Kanu, human Kanu implies that they can copy Jones's brain. And Jones is like, see you soon, and just kind of succumbs to death. And Robo Kanu says, I'll take it from here, you guys go. And Kanu and the family take off and escape. I don't really know to where, but they are seen frolicking on the beach, and he is also made Zoe. I don't know how, because he left the lab, and I don't know how he had the pods or any of the materials to do it, but there she is, and the wife is happy, even though she doesn't actually remember the daughter anymore. Wait, is that the end of the movie? One more scene. Then we... But that's the end of them. So they're happy so, and clones, and it's all fine. And now so, he's got so, all four of them back. So so Robo Keanu has effectively taken Keanu's job? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, okay, we don't have that problem, like, the, 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 the sort of, like, the one thing that trips up all time travel type movies where, like, you can't exist in the same place as yourself kind of thing because it throws everything off and you're, like, the human brain can't handle it or whatever. No discussion of that. Thing. They are cordial okay. to each other, Keanu on Keanu. Okay. And, uh, okay, well, okay. And, and why did he want to replicate Jones? 
Is because why was Jones that even, is a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, why was know. that even brought up? I don't know, but he does. So we cut to Dubai, and Jones is there, and it, but it's Jones in body, real body form. So I didn't realize it at the time, but when I was gathering my notes this morning, it occurred to me that I guess they cloned him too. Yeah, Robocanu cloned Jones and did the transplant. the brain transplant. Why? I don't know, but Jones he's is there. Guy. I know, and he's welcoming this old man who's like on life support and IVs and stuff in a wheelchair and the old man shows up and Joan says welcome sir what kind of price can you put on starting a brand new life come on in and so this is their new business they're gonna transplant the brain into a younger body or a synthetic body not sure which type but they can just like prolong the life of whoever can pay to do this yeah. The old man comes into the office, and Robo Keanu is there wearing a suit, and he <laughs> welcomes the old man, too. Is that the final scene? Is this tag with Jones and Robo Keanu? Yes. It ends what with a... Robo Keanu, like, turning from his back, turning toward the guy and us, and that's the last shot. What a bizarre <laughs> tag. I yep. didn't need... I didn't care. It, it was weird. Does it feel like a sequel setup? Like to leave room for a sequel, but what, what would even Just the like, sequel be? Robo Keanu is like an administrative businessman now. With he's like, a successful biz robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he falls in love <laughs> with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> he falls in love. Whoa! 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 Okay. Whoa! <laughs> now. Whoa, 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 whoa